Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, engineer Sean Elford at the Hall of Fame. We're the last ones left. We were the first ones here at 9.15 in the morning, and we're the last ones left at 1.35. Uh, we're today at 10 o'clock. Uh, Edmonton Oilers owner Daryl Cates, Edmonton Oilers uh, vice chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group, Bob Nicholson, announced the new president of hockey operations and GM, Ken Holland. One guy who has had reverence for Ken Holland for the last uh, 20-plus years, and we've had lots of conversations over the years, is a man who is in the Hockey Hall of Fame from Edmonton, Jim Matheson of Post Media. Hello, Jim. How are you doing? Good. I uh, appreciate the uh, the plug, yes. I've known yes. Ken Holland for about 30 years, so I'm a little on the bias side, and... Uh, um, it's not just because uh, we're about the same age. So, um, well, well that, that seems to be the perception of a lot of the twi- uh, the Twitterverse out there. They, uh, they they love to grill you. And and Maddie, there are moments that you know you and me might not always agree on yeah. things, but we tend to talk about that behind closed doors. But uh, tell me this, uh, and because I talk to people, you know, around the league, there is nobody that's in a hockey operations role that says really anything critical about Holland, do they, and the work that he does? Uh, no, and I think they realize how difficult it is to be a general manager in this league and how difficult it is to be a general manager in this league, not for for five years, but for 10, for 15, for over 20. That is a, a long, long time. Uh, and this is a general manager that didn't move from team to team to team. This is a general manager that was with the same team. And uh, he, you know, like he's, we all know that he, you know, he was a general manager for three cup wins and assistant general manager for a fourth. And uh, he was gifted some excellent uh, players uh, through the draft, uh, many of whom were drafted by their ace Swedish scout, Håkan Andersson, you know, um, Zetterberg and Datsuk and Fedorov and such. But 
he also made some nice moves along the way, and and I think there's a you know, rightfully so. He made some mistakes. He signed some guys to long-term contracts, uh, Stephen Weisses and Huey Krups and you know people like that, Darian Hatcher and stuff, trying to stay on the winning end of things that didn't pan out. Um, but you know, I like a guy who's a general manager who's not afraid to make deals. And there are some general managers in this league that are have the paralysis by analysis, and they don't make many deals because they don't want to be perceived to, to be failing. And that's Hitchcock has made some good moves and some not so good moves, but he's only 63 years old, and he's got lots left in the tank. And the fans here seem to want Kelly McCrimmon uh, an awful lot, the assistant general manager, now GM in uh, Vegas. There's only five years difference between... No, how hot, you know, Holland and Kelly. Kelly's 58, Ken, um, Ken is 63. So it's not like uh, Kelly is this 45-year-old. So um, I think they got a, a good man. Jim uh, Matheson joining us, NHL by Maddie. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. Ken Holland, president of hockey operations and Jim. He was pretty uh, dis quite succinct with what he had to say about Keith Gretzky, didn't he? I mean, he basically doesn't know him, and he wants to keep him. I guess we know where he stands on that. Yeah, and I don't know if he, if Bob Nicholson was making sure and putting in a large plug for him uh, to make sure that Keith stayed in the organization. I think what he likes about Keith is the personalities are somewhat similar. They're both beer and chicken wings kind of guys. They're both started as amateur scouts and work, have worked their way up, uh, and of which Keith did, and, and uh, which Ken Holland started as an amateur scout in Detroit. And I think uh, he said this morning, he says, you know, Keith was on the job for several months as a general manager and had opened doors and stuff and people were talking to him. So this guy is not somebody who's who's just an assistant general manager and has never actually had the the, the deal. And in a lot of ways, he's kind of like Brad Trelevin and in in uh, living in in Arizona, who took over for Don Maloney when you know for a stretch there when Don had some personal things with his family and Brad ran a, a you know the trading deadline one year and Don said to him he says okay let's see what you can do and Brad did it and then next you know Brad's moving on as a GM so I think it's a good deal if uh, he stays on I don't know what capacity. Uh, I think his strength is amateur scouting, uh, but I don't know what uh, there's could be lots of moves in the organization. Heard very good things about Ryan Martin out of Detroit. However, he turned Steve Eiserman down to going in Tampa Bay. Maybe he stays in Detroit. He got promoted just recently to assistant GM. Do you see any personnel from Detroit coming over? Uh, yes, I do because it's the way it works. I mean, Steve Eiserman has brought in Pat Verbeek. Um, and and Julian Breedball made sure he kept you know Dal Murray uh, in Tampa. Didn't let you know maybe the best amateur scout in the business go with Steve Eisenman to Detroit. Uh, but not everybody's going to stay in Detroit. And and what usually happens is as long as Ken can talk to the people in Detroit and and the job offer is better than they've got. Uh, that would mean assistant general manager as opposed to, you know, director of player personnel or development. They can move. So I think there might be a couple of guys. I know he's uh, he's high on 
on uh, Jeff Finley, who's their chief scout, amateur scout. Uh, certainly likes the job that John Horkoff and Dan Cleary are doing in terms of uh, player development. Uh, but, you know, whether he get one of those two guys uh, to come here is, is another question. I don't know where Tyler Wright, who's the director of amateur scouting, fits in the thing, but I suspect there'll be a couple, a couple of guys coming. Uh, that's usually the way it works. Jim Atheson joining us from Post Media. Bob Stoffer with you know Oilers now. We're down in the Hall of Fame room. Uh, by the way, Hugh Porter from Digitex just wanted to point out, I said we were the first ones here and the last ones standing. Bob, 915 to 145 is part-time at Digitex, just so you know that. Thanks yeah, that's for that. not an eight-hour day, Bob. Yes, no, I four hours, just so you know, Jim, you know the rule. Yeah. Uh, for every hour that you're on air, it's two hours of prep. So a four-hour straight oh, shift you, on you, air. You're kind of like a school teacher? Yeah, okay. And I know there's there's a there's a morning show host and an afternoon show host in town uh, that do sports shows that work four-hour shifts each day as well. I'm just yeah. having fun with you. All right, uh, coach, head coach. First of all, uh, Ken Hitchcock, not back. Give me a quick riff on uh, Hitch's uh, tenure here in Edmonton. I think he did as good a job as he probably could have. I think he realized the same things that Todd McClellan had to deal with as the head coach. Not nearly enough good support uh, staff in terms of players for Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and Ryan Nugent Hopkins at forward. And, you know, you can only put lipstick on a pig for so long and eventually, you know, the porker, you know, says, ah, I need some help here in the pen. And we, there wasn't much of it, not nearly enough. And I think the bottom six guys uh, have to be improved. And I think, I'm, you know, I think it was a very difficult call probably for Ken Holland to phone Ken Hitchcock because he's known him for 35 years and they've worked together in Olympic teams. He had to make some changes. Uh, I'm not sure if, you know, from up above they said, look, we got to make some deals, some moves here and, and, Hitch was brought in as a, you know, to the end of the year kind of guy, and that's why, you know, you have to find somebody different. I do know, and I would suspect, I don't know for a fact, but I would suspect that he, the phone call didn't last two minutes and it wasn't one of those were going in a different direction. I suspect it was, the call lasted quite some time, and then he was pumping Ken Hitchcock for several things. One, give me a list of, of head coaches you think might, you know, I should maybe talk to head coach possibilities and and to tell me about the team last year tell me about the players uh, what should i know like you know was, what about this guy what about that guy you know so i and and he was probably told by ken look in this conference you need or division anyway there's several head coaches with lots of experience DeBoer and gallant and bill peters and stuff and if you don't get a head coach of that caliber then you better have a very good assistant staff with several coaches on it who have been head coaches. So I think that is that is important. And, you know, what would you use Hitch for now? You know what I'd use Hitchcock for? I'd use him in the pro end of things. I would not head of pro scouting, but I would, I would be telling him, okay, we have to get some better NHL forwards apart from the stars so who should we be going to get and and uh you know ken watches more hockey than just about anybody i know so they need the same sort of players we're watching in the playoffs whether they're colin wilson's or matt nieto's or jordan martinuk's or whoever's out there as a bottom six guy they need better people like that and i would be asking ken hitchcock if he's uh, helping out 
that's what you can do. I don't think Ken wants to lean over the, the shoulder of whatever coach is coming in here or sit around and be just some grumpy old uh, 67-year-old wishing he was coaching again. Final question for Jim Matheson from Post Media. What do you think the – so he – you know, Ken Holland said first priority is to find a head coach. What do you think his primary focus is in terms of assessing the lineup? Uh, I think it is to get a lineup that, that plays the game faster and thinks the game faster and to get – to look at his star players and say, oh, man, I'm so blessed to have – you know Connor and Leon when a lot of general managers are looking for those players and I've got them so I have to find the six or seven players who are solid support players to help them out and those are NHL players right now and I have to find those and you know we have to take a look at his cap which is pretty high right now and between you know now and sometime in July some people, players who were here might not be here. And uh, he's an old-time scout. I don't see him trading that draft pick myself, that eighth overall draft pick. He's I brought, I brought up the – Jim, I brought up, you know, uh, two Canadian kids uh, because Bowen Byram we know is not going to be there, but he was not at the U18. Uh, the Canadian kids that were there were Dylan Cousins and Peyton Krebs. Krebs actually had a yeah. real good tournament. Two Canadian kids and then the five American forwards all likely to go – in the top eight, so uh, yeah. or top top ten of the draft for sure. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Jim, as but always, he has, to, uh, he has to find a, a top six forward to play. I guess that's absolutely to play yeah. with Connor, and that, whether that's Nick Ehlers or whatever. And uh, as somebody brought up the other day, I'd, I'd keep the eighth pick, and I'd offer Jesse Pugliarvi to Winnipeg for Nick Ehlers. All right. Okay. Well, I think it might cost yeah. a little bit more than that. But uh, hey, well, Jim. Th- you know, we, you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sorry, I got I got to get to a break here. Thanks a lot, okay. Jim. Okay. Uh, it is one. Yes, thank you, Jim. That's Jim Matheson, NHL by Maddie. Uh, my another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty four seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Apologies. Uh, we're uh, up against it here. We'll take a quick timeout, get to this day in Oilers history when we return on Oilers now. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It's 150 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer in Ice District at Rogers Place. This is Oilers Now from the Hall of Fame room. Ken Holland, President and General Manager of the Edmonton Oilers. Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. 
We are going to go to this day in Oilers history. And then I'll get to some text on our Heartland Ford text line. Brennan, what do you got? Back in 1985, Bob Edmonton beats Chicago 7-3 for their 12th straight victory. A playoff record in Game 2 of the conference finals. Yari Curry led the scoring with three goals in that one. Those team... Excuse me, those teams both combining for three goals in 21 seconds in the third period, also an NHL record. Hmm. So I won the final three games of the 1984 Stanley Cup final against the New York Islanders and then won the opening nine games, sorry, opening 10 games uh, of the uh, 1985 playoffs. And that team, by the way, called... The voted uh, by the fans, the greatest team in NHL history, yet you talk to the great Oilers players of that era, and they all say the 1987 team was the best team. That's the beauty. We all have our opinions. Speaking of opinions, let's get to our Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. Kelly, Elvis, and the gang at Heartland Ford, they'll take care of you. Tell them Oilers now sent you. Kevin says, Bob. The Oilers do not need forwards. It will be an epic failure if the Oilers continue to rush players with little uh, to no NHL experience and start the season with a defense that doesn't have any significant players added to the group. The Oilers' biggest issue was allowing goals. Point production from defense and the team's overall ability to transition the puck out of their end. Nothing will change if the Oilers simply just promote from within and don't fix the same underlying issues that plague the team for 12 of the last 13 years. That comes to us from Kevin. So Kevin is not a believer in my graduation process, obviously involving, say, Caleb Jones. Lots of other teams after guys have played a couple years in the uh, minors. Lots of other teams have uh, transitioned D up. Uh, Bob, again, my pick is Halifax Mooseheads forward at uh, number eight for Edmonton, Raphael Lavoie. Uh, ranked 12th and rising. Well, he has had a unbelievable playoff with the Memorial Cup hosting Halifax Mooseheads, who I believe are down two games to one to Rowan Naranda. They're playing in the Q final. I will say this, he, and he, he says not Peyton Krebs at eight. Uh, I will say this about players out of Quebec League, and I mean this in all sincerity. And I had this conversation once with Danny Machocha, and it fell on deaf ears. I believe football players out of the province of Quebec, because of CJEP, they get an extra year in, which is huge for football players. I think some football players are overrated. They've just got more experience. I think players out of the Quebec League in hockey are underrated because of past bygone uh, perceptions. So one man's opinion. Take it for what it's worth. This text comes in. Uh, Bob, did Ken Hitchcock push for uh, Brandon Manning? Uh, yes, I, I believe that Ken Hitchcock had time for Brandon Manning. I think at the time, which was like December 29th, December 30th, the Oilers had suffered the injuries three weeks earlier. Um, it was clear that Chris Weidman probably couldn't play in the NHL anymore. And uh, the Oilers went out and got Petrovich, and they got Manning. Keith Gretzky, at the end of the year, postseason exit interview with Bob Nicholson said uh, Jason Greger asked him the question uh, about you know Keith you weren't involved as much in the pro decisions and Keith said no we uh, you know we made some moves they didn't work out the Brandon Manning trades bad trade Ryan Strom for Ryan Spooner bad trade Sam Gagne for Ryan Spooner was a good trade 
Um, the Petro- I'd, I'd actually consider signing Petrovich as a number seven defenseman. I think he can play in this league. Uh, what happens, uh, you know, he played for Bob Boogner, and Bob Boogner didn't like Alexander Petrovich dating all the way back to the U18s. And then Boogner goes into Florida after Florida kept Petrovich over Jonathan Marshall's show and Riley Smith. A mistake, by the way, in which owner Vinny Viola told me personally to my face, Bob, we made a mistake. I made a mistake when I fired the coach, and I made a mistake when I pushed Dale Talon to move out, the, uh, to move out uh, Riley Smith's contract and move along uh, Jonathan Marsh's show in the process. Booner came in, was never a fan of Petrovich's. I wonder whether or not Ken Hitchcock picked up the phone with Booner and said, what's the deal with Petrovich? Anyways, didn't work out. Things happen. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Uh, again, we'll uh, continue, obviously, to monitor things moving forward. We had a lot of support on today's show. And I'd like to thank uh, Brendan Escott back at the 630 Chad Studios. Brendan, you're on tonight with uh, Reed Wilkins on holidays. I sure so what do, you got on, what do you got coming up on Inside Sports? Well, we're actually going to hear from Reed and get his thoughts on everything tonight. Uh, the Edmonton Eskimos had their annual genu- general meeting this morning, and that's obviously been lost in the fold. So we'll get in touch with either Morley Scott or somebody from the Eskimos organization. And, uh, of course, lots more recap on what transpired today out of the Oilers organization. Hey, man, you're getting your field time. That's oh, all yeah. a guy your age can ask for. <laughs> that's right. Special thanks to Ace Engineer Sean Alford for getting us hooked up down here at Rogers Place. Next time we'll be here, Edmonton Oilers will have a new head coach. Ken Hitchcock, President of Hockey Operations, General Manager. It's the news of the day. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.